The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Live the life you truly want. Experience the Jenna Effect. I'm Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, medium, and spiritual teacher. Become unstoppable. Learn the secret that's holding you back. Welcome to the Jenna Effect, Become Unstoppable. I'm Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, medium, spiritual teacher, and author of The Secret That's Holding You Back. It has been a while since my last podcast, and I was hoping that I would be able to start up on a different subject. But because of the events that are currently going on in the world today, particularly the bombing of Israel and Gaza, as well as the continued bombing in the Ukraine, I thought it would be important to address those situations in order to be able to help you and others know what to do under conditions like this. First of all, we have to understand that we still are spiritual beings having a physical experience, but that doesn't mean that everything we do is going to be in spiritual alignment because we're still learning. We're trying to remember that we are connected to this force, to this power, to the God source, to spirit, to Yahweh, to Elohim, whatever you want to call it that you feel comfortable with. And that means that we manifest everything that's on going on in this world today. And part of that manifesting is how we wind up contributing to everything that's going on. Oh, I know we don't want to think that we have anything to do with that bombing and with any kind of killing that's going on anywhere. But in a sense, we do because we feed into that pool of energy that everybody is tapped into. So it's through that pool of energy that we could even do some things. Now, here's what's interesting. A lot of people are, are talking about having prayer groups, and, and they're doing a lot of praying. Everybody is praying, and they're praying to the angels, and they're praying to God to be able to help what's going on, to be able to stop it. And the one thing that they don't understand is that As much as we pray to God and the angels, they truly cannot do anything themselves about this and about the events that go on on this planet and what happens to us. Why? Well, because the God source already gave us everything that we need in order to be able to co-create and take care of our own issues. And besides of free will, the God source will not interfere in anything that we manifest One of the things that we have to understand is the responsibility that we have in all global occurrences. We're all connected and we're all part of one, right? That's what we've been told for the longest time now. And in any of the new thought, new age material, 
We always talk about that being part of one. Since the beginning of time, we've been told that we were part of one. So therefore, anything that goes on this, on this globe, any, any occurrence, any issue, we're part of. And we have to begin to understand that. And what we do on an individual basis, what we do in our own homes, in our own lives, actually affects whatever is going on elsewhere. It affects our neighbors all over the world. We are energies, spiritual beings having a physical experience, energies, energy connects to energy. Therefore, all energy is connected. So you may be asking, what did I have to do with the bombing of Israel or even the bombing of the Ukraine or any of those killings? What do I have to do with it? Well, here's the thing. We are so disconnected from that God source, from our highest source, that we have forgotten who we are. Now, the only thing we can't disconnect from is from each other. Like I said, we're all part of one, and we get to influence that. We influence that with our beliefs, with our behaviors, with our actions, with our emotions, with what we do on a daily basis. We affect each other. Now, you think if you stay in your home that you're really not affecting anybody, but you are because energy is not entrapped by a building or a location. Right? So it's unlimited. And if it's unlimited then we're all part of it globally. And there's a part of us that knows that because that's why we become inspired to pray globally, to come together globally, to try to create peace. But here is the thing, we're trying to create peace on this planet when we can't even create peace in our own personal lives. I deal with that every single day. I talk with clients all day long, every day. And all I hear is how out of harmony everybody is feeling is that they're not feeling peace. And really, truly, how can you with everything that is going on? It is very difficult to feel peace when all this negativity is occurring out there. I mean, you cannot turn on the news without hearing of another shooting, another shooting, another shooting, another shooting, all the incidences. And then if it wasn't a shooting, it was a horrible accident that killed this many people. If it wasn't that, it was a horrible storm. It was a horrible earthquake. It was a horrible tornado, everything, right? And so it makes it really difficult for us to try to have this positive, beautiful, peaceful life. So we're out of sorts. And as long as we're out of sorts, then everything is going to be out of sorts. I am my brother's keeper, and this is the reason why. Not because he or she lives in your home and you're responsible for taking care of them, all and and nurturing to them all when we can that's wonderful but we're our brother's keeper because we're connected and we're part of that one source that one power that one connection where we all came from and so we affect each other i know and i'm not saying this and to instill guilt on anyone that's not going to solve a thing is feeling guilty about anything but feeling responsible feeling responsible for your neighbor feeling responsible for your own life okay so think about this momentarily if we're out of sorts and we're out of balance and we're disconnected from our life and disjointed and we're not manifesting in it what we want 
There's a battle that's going on with inside of us, right? That's what my book is all about. It's about the soul's mind and understanding and connection to source and to the other dimensions, the heavenly dimensions that knows the direction we're supposed to be going in and the power that we are, each individual, right? The soul knows that, but the human mind is going through its human experiences here on earth. The stories that we've been through, the influence that we've been affected by, by all negative or positive messages we're receiving from our environment and those people around us, right? So we're all being affected by that. The human mind is. I talk about that in my book completely. And it started from when we were children, those those messages that made us develop those I'm nots that are lying inside of us. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not deserving. I'm not beautiful. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. Hmm. And so with those feelings inside of us and you plug them into the wall, they're empowered. The negative is empowered as much as the positive can be empowered. And so if it's empowered within us, and it has any power whatsoever, it's going to be connecting and affecting other people as well. And I know we don't want to really think about that because it's we already are heavy laden, burdened with all of this idea about how much that we have to manifest in our own lives. And now we have to worry about what we're affecting and how we're affecting this planet and all life on it. But we are. We are, and we don't have to be there to be affecting it, like I'm saying. So, so, so think about that imbalance inside of you, like I was talking about, that battle, that battle between that conscious mind, the human mind, and the unconscious soul, and the superconscious mind there that harbors the soul's mind, and that battle that's going on between the two. Isn't there a fight that's going on? Aren't we dropping bombs? on the good side of ourselves. And so as soon as we see it manifested in the outer world, it's like we think it's completely different. But if we're bombing ourselves, if we are destroying and hurting ourselves with our criticisms and our denigrations, then aren't we doing that to our brothers and sisters too? And we do it literally, but we also do it unconsciously. Right. So if I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm going to be sending that negative feeling towards somebody else. And then they'll that'll multiply and exacerbate their own self negative feelings. A matter of fact, anything that's going on on the planet goes into the universe, into the into the atmosphere here, the stratosphere, and then falls down on each person. I mean, I've been talking with people that have been having some change of heart. Because because they become very, very. Um, very sentimental and very sad, sad in, in their own personal lives. And even if nothing has happened to them, views are changing. People are going from positive views about life, about the God force, about afterlife, to negative views about that just overnight because of what they see that's going on, because of what's falling down on top of them, even if they're not watching it in the news. It's out there. You cannot close yourself off to anything that is occurring in this world. Television and media, right, is only a visual and audio mechanism to see and hear with the human body. But do you think we really need that to not experience it in our soul body? 
Don't you think our souls will pick up whatever is happening in the world, whether we are reading about it in a newspaper, whether we're watching it on TV or reading it out of a book, a historical book? Don't you think we would pick that up some way, somehow, maybe consciously, we can't interpret it all, but it's there inside of us, inside our bodies, and we're affected by it. We have to be, because we're all part of it. At least that's what we want to believe, right? And so you can't believe in part of this and not all of this. You can't believe that we're part of everything and then believe that I have nothing to do with what's going on in Israel or the Ukraine or in Gaza or anywhere in the world, right? But we do. Again, disharmony anywhere is going to cause things like this everywhere. Disharmony begats disharmony. And the only thing to conquer that is critical mass of positiveness, a critical mass of positiveness. Now, remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the angels went to Lot, and for those of you who don't remember that, Sodom and Gomorrah was a sinful city. Everything was going on that was negative there, people killing each other, people having sex with anything and everyone and everyone, everything, right? All of this looting and murdering and robbing and sexuality going on that was, that was just bizarre and wrong. And it was creating such a negative uh, vibration and energy in the, in the entire area, right? And that eventually an angel came down and went to one of the spiritual men in the community, Lot, and pulled Lot aside and said, Lot, I need to tell you that God plans on destroying Sodom and Gomorrah unless you can wake up 11 people spiritually. That's all, 11 11 in that entire city, 11 people just had to wake up spiritually. Well, what did wake up spiritually mean? Just read some books, go to a New Thought Center, you know, watch, watch a spiritual movie or, or go online and, and take a, a, a class or a workshop or become part of a summit? Is that all that was necessary? And that would wake them up? No, it was more than that. To awaken something inside of you means it needs to be applied as well. It just cannot come to your conscious state of being. It has to come to the fullness of who you are. And the only way that can be done is by applying it, applying the information that you're learning, right? Okay. So Lot was to find 11 people to do that. Now, the idea that God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah again, is very metaphoric and metaphysical. It wasn't God. God doesn't destroy or hadn't destroyed anything other than the very first time with um, Noah. But that's another story anyway. It was the power of the force that was being used to destroy. And let me tell you something. The people of Sodom and Gomorrah didn't need God to destroy who they were and what was going on around them. They were doing that themselves. Kind of like what we're doing over here, right? Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. 
Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. So it was the critical mass that was necessary. These people that were awakened and practicing and walking their talk that would counter that negativity. And the rest of the story goes that Lot couldn't find 11 people at all. And so the angels came back and said, well, if you find at least nine, there may be some destruction, but the entire city won't be destroyed. Find nine. And he couldn't even find nine. So then the angels finally said, well, get out of there. And whatever you do, don't look back. And unfortunately, the caveat to that was that Lot's wife, not having as much faith as Lot did and the rest of his family, she, at the last minute, feeling bad for her citizens and her neighbors and her friends that were in Sodom and Gomorrah, she turned back, she looked at them, and she turned to stone. Now, that was because she cut off the true understanding of what that whole thing was about to start with. He empathized too much with the negativity rather than the positiveness. And so what's going on over here in a very similar fashion is all this negativity is occurring all around us, right? Not just in our country, but like we see all over the world, people lashing out, people are hurting each other, right? And, and in some fashion, the New Thought Movement people are going in a positive direction, at least trying to by learning all of these things. But but what are they doing? What are you doing? What are you doing to bring along those who are there that feel negative, that are behaving negatively? What are you even thinking about them? Because I know I'm not saying like we all need to go out and we need to start preaching to all of these people and stand on street corners and pass out booklets, you know, and tell everybody that they need to repent. No, that's not what I'm talking about, that we don't need to do that. We don't need to knock on the doors, door to door. You see, thoughts create as well. Thoughts have power. Thinking and beliefs have power. What I always say is the inner core beliefs that help to manifest. And so what we want to do is we want to believe in our neighbors, even those that are lashing out. There's a lot of anger out there. And it's really difficult for us to find the godness in everyone these days. Nor do some of us even want to try, right? You're fed up with it. And so it's like, I'm going to live my own life. Well, you can't do that because it isn't your own life. Otherwise, you'd have your own planet, right? And we don't. And so it's a life that we are sharing with each other. So therefore, the responsibility is within each other. The responsibility to awaken that understanding of everyone's connection to the God source and create that critical mass that we need. And all you have to do is believe in your brothers and sisters. Believe in those, even, even the ones, and I know that this is the hardest, but, but even those that are doing the bombing and they're doing the killing, they're our brothers and sisters too, believe it or not. We don't want to. We think they're the evil ones. They're coming from the devil. There is no devil, and there's only us souls. And some of us are acting great, and some of us are not acting so great. Right? So we need to see the godness in them in order to remind them to see the godness in themselves. So that's 
number one. That's part of what we need to do. We need to think about our brothers and sisters in a more positive light. We need to love them in a more positive way and send out that energy into the positive energy pool. We need to, what I call, pray for them through the back door. Affirm for each of those people who are lashing out, who are hurt, who are hurtful and hurting others, who are acting evilly. Remember, they're only acting evilly, that they have just forgotten who they are, just the same as we have forgotten who we are. And so you're going to help remind them by affirming for them what you would want them to affirm for themselves. Affirm for them what you would want them to affirm for themselves. That's how I teach people to pray for each other or somebody else. Right? Think positively of them. Send out that positive light. Send out that, that positive belief. Because in all the spiritual teachings that we have, that's what it's all about. Love your neighbor. Love your enemy. Right? So the, the enemy was not excluded from the neighbor part. It was included. He or she was included. And so now, what about asking God and the angels to help out here? Okay. I just wish everybody would understand that every time you pray to God to do the work, all I keep hearing the God source doing, I can't do it without you. Not anymore. I can remind you and I can be your cheerleading group because that truly is no more than what the angels and the God force do for us. Okay, so so you know how you're planning on, on doing an event of some kind. Maybe it's a sports event. Maybe it's, it's something you were going after, um, a job you were going after, and you tell your friends about it, and they go, oh, come on, you can do it. Vinny, go after it. Yeah, that's great. Oh, you're so good. You should be getting that. Absolutely, man. What do we do? What does that do for us? Right? Why do we tell our family and friends and share some of these plans that we have, right? Or, or the adventures we want to take? Because that rah-rah group, that group behind us going, you can do it. You can do it. You've got it. Boosts us up. It motivates us. It raises our energy. It makes us feel good. Okay, so I can. You really believe in me? You really think that I'm going to get this? I'm good enough? I'm going through that right now with one of my own plans of a dream that I have. And I've got people around me going, go for it. You can do this. And it makes me feel that much stronger. Well, guess what? That's exactly how the God force and the angels work for us. They don't take over. They don't make things happen. Gosh, that would be too easy. And think about this for a moment. Why would God, why would the angels, why would any spiritual entity need us to ask them to do something good? So what do you think? They're just sitting back waiting. Well, we're going to wait. We're going to wait until they ask us. They don't ask us. Forget it. We're not doing anything. What is that? That's not what they're about. They wouldn't need us to ask if they could intervene. They can't intervene. This is our world. We created it. All the things that are happening on this planet, all this life that is here, we wound up co-creating with the God force. And the situations and circumstances God and the angels had nothing to do with. So if they had nothing to do with creating it, they certainly can't get involved 
stopping it or fixing it, but they can root us on. That's right. They can remind us of our own divinity. They can remind us of our good nature, how wonderful and beautiful it is to have the faith to believe that highly of ourselves and our connection with the God force, knowing that God loves us and the angels and our brothers and sisters truly love us. That knowledge is what powers us up and empowers us. You've got to understand that. The knowledge of knowing how much we're cared for is what makes all the difference in the world because what you are seeing in the world today are a bunch of people acting out because they don't believe they are cared for. They don't believe anybody cares about them and they're protecting their own interests. They want power. Power means I'm worth something to people. And that's why they've always gone after it. Anybody who's ever gone after power, first of all, always felt weak to start with. Every single one of those leaders felt weak in some way. There's some obvious ones, okay? Napoleon was an obvious one. He was a short man. And people really didn't take him seriously, right? He had what was called, we call now in contemporary times, the Napoleon complex. You feel small, so therefore you have to act big. You have to conquer. Again, Hitler. Hitler was sexually molested by his mother and his father through most of his life. So what do you think he felt about himself? Do you think he felt like a big man or a small little nobody? And what he did is he had to conquer that. And he couldn't conquer that, so it was easier for him to try to conquer the world. All of these people who lash out, it's all about that. It's all about them feeling small. It's all about them feeling unloved. So what? More hatred, more anger is going to make it better? But yeah, we can do whatever we want to stop it. Yeah, absolutely. The government is going to go in there. All the different governments, they're aiding, they're supporting in their ways that they can, but just understand that what ends over here with one country will begin somewhere else with another country and more killing because we're not resolving the original problem that everybody who is lashing out feels worthless. And we, as their brothers and sisters, like I said, can feed into their positiveness by reminding them who they are in the home. You want to pray for somebody then pray to God and the angels to help remind them, remind them that they are connected to, to the God source. You know, it's, it's really interesting is that there is a prayer treatment, a way to pray in New Thought Movement, right? It's called a prayer treatment. And we sit there, and what we do is we acknowledge that there is one God, one power, one love, one beautiful force in the world. And that force is called spirit, it's called God, it's called Yahweh, it's called Elohim, it's called whatever anybody wants to call it. But that it's all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful, and that I am connected to that power. I was created by that power, connected to that power, and therefore created in its image. And as I know this to be true for myself, I know this to be true for every single person who is on this planet and not on this planet. Every single being that had been created by the God force is also part of it and therefore is created in its image and is all loving and is all powerful and is all beautiful and is all unlimited. And as we are un unlimited, we are balanced, we are strong, we are caring, we are loving, we are peaceful. 
So that is the way we pray, is we're reminding ourselves of who we really are, right? And so that prayer treatment goes for everybody, everybody, that all of these people who feel they need to bomb and kill, they are part of the God force. And therefore, as they are part of the God force, they are loving, they are peaceful, they are caring, they feel loved, they feel connected, they feel attended to, they feel cared for, as I feel. And I'm going to remind them of that. And I acknowledge that to be true and good and real. And then can release it into the universe and affirm it, knowing that it's perfect and good just the way it is. And we anchor this truth into the world, into the universe by saying, and so it is. Right? That's how we pray in a new thought movement. And that's the kind of prayer that we need to put out there, is knowing for them what they have forgotten for themselves. Now, yes, are there other things, physical things that we can do for them? Yes, I'm sure there is a fund that's happening. I don't know it myself right now that we can contribute to, to help because financially they are going to be completely burdened just like the Ukraine is. The other things that we can do, I know Lynn McTaggart is having a, a global, um, I believe it's it's tonight or tomorrow, you can actually look that up, or she's going to have more, things like that, a global prayer, a global power of eight and more kind of session where we all pull together and we all think what I was just talking about is that how positive everything is going so that we can put that into the energy out there. We are really powerful beings, and we can influence people either in person or away from them by the thoughts we have about them. Remember that. The thoughts you have about yourself affect others. The thoughts about you that you have about your neighbors obviously affects others. We don't have to say it to them. Got to get past the idea that we're just physical beings. And that it's all about physicality on this planet. It's not. It's about energy. And that energy is created and it is charged by the way we think and believe. And we need to take care of ourselves finally. Because as we balance ourselves out and find harmony within ourselves, like I said, that will pass along to others. And right now, we can't think that there needs to be peace on the planet if we cannot find peace within ourselves. If we can't find that harmony and that balance and that critical mass within ourselves, that belief system that takes us and reconnects us and aligns us to the higher part of who we are. It starts with us, it ends with us. And that winds up including everybody then in that circle, the circle of life, right? Heal yourself, you heal the world. I know that to be true. Because I know how it affects others around us. Oh, I know we don't have the right to interfere in another person's choice and their soul's journey. But that rah-rah club can certainly help inspire them to take the right journey and to get on the right path. I'll keep bringing it back to stories that I know and examples that I know in stories that have been told. And the beautiful one 
was Star Wars, where there was Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, right? And anybody who remembers that, got one of those last of the six episodes where Luke believed in his father so much that he turned him back to Anakin Skywalker and he left Darth Vader alone and he became spiritual again. I believe those are inspired stories about truth, that we are capable of turning anyone and everyone if we believe in them, even the greatest enemy, if we believe in them. But we're so wanting to fight back that it's really hard pressed to find love for our enemies and those that are acting in evil. Remember, they're all hurt. Remember that again. But we can do our part, as I said. So look for the physical ways that you can help them and especially do the daily work to help the energy that is floating to them. I pray for them all. Believe me, I am not closed off. My wife and her family is Jewish, are Jewish members. We have family members that have friends that are in Israel right now, panic-stricken. The horrors that happen in this planet, we're not to become cold to just because we're spiritual-minded. It's the time that we need to bolster our spirituality and the work that we're meant to do and the love we're meant to have. We have to put it in turbo force now and remind everyone that is creating the disparities in Israel right now that they are God's children too. And they are still loved unconditionally and they are good and wanting to act good and wanting to be in peace, and want to end any kind of battle, any kind of conflict. And we're going to remind them that that is within them, that peace and harmony is a part of their godness. And they've just forgotten that. They just don't remember that they are cared for, that they are loved, that we are part of one, and we are going to be together again as one. As difficult it is for them to believe, I am helping to remind them. I am asking God, I am asking the angels, I am asking all the deceased of those that are in that battle to remind them how wonderful and beautiful they really are. To remind their energy and have them in their dreams understand that, in their soul understand that, and have that soul reach their conscious minds and be able to instill in them and inspire in them and awaken within them their own magnificence and divinity again so that they may bring this to an end. My heart goes out to all who are suffering. Suffering is a very difficult way to find God. But those of us who are not suffering, let us do it for them. Let us help empower them who are hurting and have lost and are in pain and are suffering. Let us take our powers and share with them because we are all one, one family, one God, one soul, sharing all individual experiences. 
Thank you for joining me today on the Jenna Effect, Become Unstoppable. And I will be back here again next week. We'll see you soon. God bless each and every one of you. Bye-bye for now. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the Mind Body Spirit. .fm podcast network